music to my ears. Hopefully yours as well. Donovan Bailey running things. The man is here alongside the host. Oh, please. I, I don't have much of a title You're the man, man. when You're I'm the sitting man. beside you. Jason Portwondo back at it again for another week. And I got to give you props right off the top because when we last left our faithful, right. you told them Ime Udoka would not be coaching the Brooklyn Nets. Yeah. You are right. Jock Vaughn is that man. You know what? I, well, here's the thing. Can you I, give me some lottery numbers? Well, I I can. I don't know if they're going to I don't know if they're going to be uh, they're, they're going to be uh, uh winners. Uh but certainly if, you know, I mean like Trump said, <laughs> if I will I will give you some numbers. Uh if I win, <laughs> I'll take all the credit and if I lose, then uh then then I take none. So, anyways, what I said, what I thought that what I thought, uh you know, again based upon what I read, uh was that they were there were um, powers that be that certainly was blocking that hire, and um, and and of course it came true. Um, where now Jacques Vaughn, who is um, from the inside, um, you know, it, it, it's you know hiring uh, from within the organization is not a bad thing, and and clearly he has some. Uh, uh, coaching experience. It looks like the Nets are playing pretty good. I mean, I guess that's the way we're starting out. Um, <laughs> the, he, he's playing. Uh, we're the, not starting there. I just wanted to play. give you a little bit of love off the top. Oh, dude, dude, th- listen. It's always How good to. It? It's always good to get my flowers. All Thank right. You. Okay. So that was a buck forty-five. Okay. Let's move on. Now we can start the show properly, and we're gonna start with a little UFC off the top. UFC two eight one. My goodness, talk about a roller coaster ride. For those watching, even for the two participating, here's the way it ended. The undisputed middleweight champion. Oh my god! I don't believe it. He did it again. Oh my goodness. He did it again. He did it again. Wow. Did he do it again? Did he did he do it again? The only way Israel Adesanya was gonna lose that match was to get knocked the hell out. And uh, he pretty much did. Alex Pereira, he did it again. Wow. Well, uh, you know what? Um, we talked about it. Um, one, uh, as a huge fan of, of combat sport, boxing in particular, uh, it was, um, I would have been remiss if I did not watch this card and, and this entire card didn't disappoint, including the main fight. Uh, I, You know what? Uh, I saw the fight and, and, you know, I was watching with my cousin mm-hmm. and we're talking about... Um, I always talk about the. I always see the eyes of athletes. Uh, in any time they're in, they're under the spotlight. The eyes of athletes never lie. And uh, you know, I knew it was going to be a big battle. I mean, I knew that. I mean, and and uh, you know, Israel probably fought the best fight he's ever fought. Uh, but you know, he, he's a champion. But he's also in there with a killer. And there's also and those are always two different. There's, there's two different kind of athletes. There are athletes who are just phenomenally talented, and then there's absolutely straight-up killers, man. And, and uh, you know, you saw that. You saw that happening in that fight. You saw that. You, you, the, the, you know, according to the, 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 you know, everyone knows this, but according to the, 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 the scores, uh, cards, uh, mm-hmm. it, it was 3-1. It was 3-1. And, and basically, you know, I, I thought that Adesanya was just going to kind of jab his way out uh, up, the, up the last round because I, I'm assuming his corner would have said to him, hey, man, you're up. Just get out of this. Right? All just, the scores. You're right. Yeah. All of them had him winning. Well, it was, it was almost impossible for him to lose. It was impossible. Because he could have lost the last round. And, 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 still and by the way, the it's three. Three judges. That's it. 
Three judges, right? Fine. You, you got to have an odd number. No, that's fine. Three judges is cool. Yeah, yeah, I'm, yeah. I, yeah I'm, three judges, five judges, yeah. twenty judges. I'm saying to you that <laughs> I'm saying that they had three. It was up. There was three one. I mean, the 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 the, the score uh, was three one, and and I thought he was going to jab out of the. Yeah, uh, just play defense. Yeah, yeah. Well, I thought he was just going to jab out of it. I mean, move around. I mean, yeah. it's obviously fast enough. Uh, but hey. Uh, his adv- I mean, uh, like I, I was trying to remember what what uh, what the his uh, his uh, his corner had had advised him to do mm-hmm. um, going into the in, into the championship round, going into the fifth round, um, and I don't remember. What I do remember though is Pereira's corner saying, "Hey man, in order for you to win this fight, you got to go knock him out." And he said, "All right, okay, let me go do that." Um, so again, there there are times, especially when the lights are shining brightest, that. Um, that if you if you can always if you if you, if you know the kind of athlete that you're coaching or the kind of athlete that you are, uh, and if you're a killer, then it simply means that you're always on the hunt, and it looks that way. Uh, I am looking forward to another fight because I think that uh, these two will go at it again, um, and and they both damaged each other by the way, uh, pretty pretty bad. I mean they both they both you know leg kicks and. All of that, they 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 both uh, damaged each other. So you know, again, I'm looking forward to that. Pereira got rocked. Sure. I mean, rocked. Right. Yeah. Earlier on yeah. in this bout, and he, he's lucky to be still standing. And then you go from that to all of a sudden snatching victory from the jaws of defeat. I mean, if you're Adesanya, yeah, if you smell closely enough, there's going to be a rematch. I get it. Right. But I mean, for that 33 year old to to lose that way, it's tough. But yeah, I, I tell you, that's sports for you, right? Well, well, it is, well. Again, it, it is what it is. And if you're staying focused and you're staying in the zone, uh, that's usually what happens at the end of the day. Because Pierre was losing, well, everything except for one round, and 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 he knew that he had to use his fist to to to, to finish that. If he went to the scorer's card, it was gonna be ixnay for him. Uh, but you know, as you said, Jason, the the first round, uh, he was the fight was over. The end of the first, if they had. 15 more seconds if he actually if, if adesanio had you know the ability maybe 10 more seconds maybe three more seconds if he had the ability to throw uh you know maybe one or two more punches or or, or a kick or something uh at the end of the first round the fight would have been over i hear you and they fought before right right but it's been kickboxing Oh, this, this, this was obviously UFC, but um, if you take a look at the shot, I mean, it's right on the button. I mean, well, uh, absolutely. They say a picture's worth a thousand <laughs> words. I'm going to say, uh, well, what a million. He yeah. got rocked. Well, psychologically, I, I mean, I, I think that, um, you know, I think that when I was competing, I, I cannot, I couldn't stand losing to someone twice. Uh, so you always remembered it, mm-hmm. right? And and you always know that you're going to, regardless of, 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 uh, you know, if you lost to someone, the amateurs, or in another sport, or in anything, you always remember that. That that that's, I think that's a psychology of a killer, a psychology of a competitor, and I think that Adesanya, it might have been weighing on his mind. It might have been weighing on his mind, and and I and and uh, I don't know how come. I mean, like I said, I don't know how he didn't throw caution to the wind in the last round, um, and 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 kind of played. And 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 uh, and and kind of played it out how it was supposed to be, which is kind of him moving around because his, I guess, the the, the his opponent is the bigger, stronger guy, mm-hmm. and certainly he's the faster guy and probably the more athletic guy. And 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 um, I'm shocked that his corner didn't didn't uh, 
didn't advise him to to just kind of move around and see. But he also said, you know, that uh, that he got some pain inflicted on his leg. Uh, you know, there, there's some leg kicks that uh, that kind of rendered him, uh, you know, uh, can't move. You know, so it, w- it was tough. Man, and how about Pereira? You know, you think about it. The Brazilian was unranked at the start of this year. Right. All of a sudden now, you look up, mid-November, he's the middleweight champ. The middleweight champ and a candidate for perhaps fighter of the year. Who knows? So uh, Undisputed. Put on your, you know, those glasses. Because I don't know. Those glasses you got right there, they apparently <laughs> can see into the future. So your crystal ball, I want two things for you to answer me through those glasses. Oh, with geez. that crystal ball. I'm not answering. Will there be a rematch? And if so, who wins? I think that there'll be a rematch. Okay. And I think I'm going to say Adesanya wins on points. Okay. I'm saying because 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 there's only two ways that this is going to go. Adesanya is going to win on points or he's going to get knocked out again. Unbelievable. <laughs> uh, unbelievable. Three fights, two sports. You know, we just need more of these two. And, and potentially, we're going to get it. We are going to get it. But right now, want to shift gears. Those of you just tuning in, welcome. You're listening to another edition of Donovan Bailey Running Things. Jason Portwando alongside DB. And uh, we appreciate the company. Like, share, subscribe, follow, download. Do what you got to do to be a part of it. Uh, history being made, baseball-wise. Miami Marlins. For the first time ever, women... In top executive roles, women, plural, they got two of them. Uh, It's 2022. I I know, you know, this shouldn't come as a surprise, but it's never happened before. Well, it does come as a surprise, uh, but it's also a very welcome surprise. I I Mm -hmm. think that you and I have had discussions about, um, I think it's very important for when there are, where there there are any jobs. It's not just just this, uh, and and, uh, kudos and much respect to uh, to Miami for for leading the way, uh, especially in the sports, in the business of sports or the business of sports politics, we'll say. Um, it is you know especially in you know uh, sports that that obviously are, are are male or men dominated. It's very important to have qualified people uh, taking jobs uh, that uh, you know that that that. Uh, give them the opportunity, qualified people to do an incredible job, and and I think that this is a this is another one of these um, hires, uh, which it doesn't look like it's a marketing gig. These women are highly qualified, mm-hmm. and um, and we're gonna just like anybody else. They just they're just now an executive, so they get to they get to do their job, and they get to they get to get praised or criticized by the fans. Uh, just like everybody else. And I think this is exactly what the world's supposed to be. I mean, equality for everyone. Anytime there is a job, uh, regardless of what happens, you get uh, the most uh, qualified people to apply for those jobs and hopefully get hired. And this is kudos to Miami, man. This is incredible. I don't know if I am surprised. I should be surprised. I'm not surprised. I, I'm not sure what to make of it, but this is this is amazing stuff. And not only the fact that we're talking about two women as the face of the front office, of a major league baseball team. Right. It's a male sport. Right. Like you would have thought, okay, maybe it happened in the WNBA or women's soccer. This is amazing. This is, this is makes the story that much sweeter is that you have two women in prominent roles in a male sport. So it's Caroline O'Connor 
and she joins uh, Kim Ng, who was the general manager, uh, promoted to that in November of 2020, the first ever to hire a woman. So Miami Marlins, good on them. I mean, now maybe this is the start of something big, right? Maybe we see the dominoes start to fall now in other sports. I mean, we've seen a lot of females get jobs in male sports, whether it be behind the bench, coaching, general managing, assisting, whatever the case may be. So is this going to continue? Uh, you know what? I think so. I, I, I don't think, I, I also don't want to look at this as a trend, Jason. I, I don't want to, you know. No, I, no, I, exactly. You, but you know what I mean? I think that sometimes people look at this and, and um, you know, it's it's almost like uh, it's, it's, it, it, it is a hire for marketing purposes or it's a hire to, to, to showcase or highlight something in particular. As opposed to what I believe it is, which is, uh, you know, there's a there's a there's a definite a, a desperate need uh, for for a gap to be filled into an ex- in 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 a, in, a, in a sport team, and they have to find someone who's qualified to run it. And and um, you know, again, if if uh, if if it's a woman or a man. Whomever, I mean, I think that gender has nothing to do with this at this point. I mean, it is significant, uh, we know, because we talk about when there's uh, black hires. Um, mm-hmm. We always talk about that. Um, but I want to I wanna make sure that th- this is, it, it just, it, it, it appears that this is not just a hire for marketing purposes. These are qualified uh, people who happen to be women and in a, in a, in a, in a men's league and, and a men's sport, um, and I think it's gonna be it's gonna be awesome. I think that uh, they will do an incredible job, and I'm looking forward to, to again they they will be praised or criticized. So now they're in this they're in the seat of 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 uh, they're an executive. It's not like I think gender goes out the door right now right. because what right now the only uh, thing that they'll be judged by is the job that they do. So I think that uh, I think that'd be great. O'Connor, by the way, just the second woman to serve as president of a Major League Baseball team. Seattle's Katie Griggs, uh, obviously being the other, uh, she was responsible for, uh, you know, a a lot of things. And and we're going to see if they can ride the wave of momentum. But you're right. This isn't just a flavor of the month thing. This is a decision to have, you know, two women in positions that they deserve to have. Right? Correct. You qualified I mean? to have. Qualified, exactly. Very, very qualified. A- exactly. And, and and for me, you know, I, I, I women all over the world cranking up a little Lizzo. It's about damn time. They, no. They're probably feeling like, you know what? Why not? Well, you know, and uh, as I was saying before, I mean, I, I, I can't say this enough. Um, now that they're in the hot seat, it's really about the fans uh, complaining or praising them about bringing back the World Series. <laughs> That's the, Right, so, so you mentioned a really good thing here now because <laughs> it doesn't I, matter now. Is that seat hotter because they're female? I don't I, I don't think it I think that every single I mean, it's exec- hot already cuz Miami's not a good team. Oh jeez. Yeah, but but yeah, exactly, but think about it. Every GM or every president in the league, every one of them, right? It's a hot seat, everyone. Right. So whomever is sitting in that seat regardless of gender, right? Their job is to make that team as great as possible. So now they're in the hot seat. Okay. Yeah. So that yeah. seat being hot, do they get treated a little bit differently because they're, you know, women give them a bit of a chance or are they just going to be treated just like anybody else? I, and, like, I, I hope that it's, they get treated just like anybody okay, else because right. this is, I, I, again, we can't have, um, we can't have an executive post that's open up and someone gets hired and that person gets treated differently than all the other executives in that particular post 
on all the other teams. So I think that there's there's no there's no female out there or male or or whatever that wants to get hired for a mm-hmm. job and then wants to be treated differently. I think I'm very very certain that the ladies want to be uh, they want to be you know held to task with the job that they're going to do, and I'm very certain that their job they'll take their job seriously enough that the only thing that matters to them is whether the team is successful or not. Watch out for the Marlins next season. If they all of a sudden, you know, make a run, right. oh, these ladies will be in the spotlight. And we've heard a lot of controversy when it comes to management on and off the field in terms of hires. And, you know, we're going to talk football in a second, but Jeff Saturday, I know that. Right. Hiring, you know, perked up a lot of ears and raised a lot of eyebrows thinking, you know, he hasn't even coached at the elementary level in terms uh, of football. So how does he get that opportunity? Yeah. He did. Let's not talk about that. His one. team won, by the way. I don't want to hear that. You know what team did he beat, Jason? Okay. Anyways, that's a term. You know Listen, what? No, first I of have all, no for, idea. First of all, that the, he, I was gonna let it slide. I, well, like your Las Vegas Raiders. Yes, my in my, Las Vegas, my Raiders. Um, and yeah, I, I don't know. I, I I don't know if I don't know if this is a spectacular coaching job done by Jeff, uh, but my Raiders played like crap. And, and I'll leave it there. Man, you can right. put that on rewind and oh, I don't, you know, run that back right. Right. every week on this program. Right. right. Uh, it, but, okay, to your point about the, the, the Jeff Saturday hire. Okay. Uh, and then we'll get into football. Yeah, yeah. Um, so the deal for me was this. And, and, I, and I, la, our last show, we're having a conversation about it. Uh, so there are there are people, and, and one of the reasons why I wasn't, be, wasn't very critical of the hire was this. There are people that I feel that could walk off the field and do a great job as a coach. Okay. There are, there are football players, there are basketball players. Uh, you know, I, I feel that I could walk. I, I mean, I'm never officially coached a track person. I've consulted with lots of athletes, but I feel that I can, I, I, I if, if this is something I put my mind to, I certainly know that I'm qualified to coach the top sprinter in the world or to run um, or to coach uh, our national team or to coach the national team of any country, okay? Uh, you know, do I feel that if LeBron walked off um, the Lakers floor tomorrow and he who ha- he has not coached uh, officially, uh, coached anyone, but you know that he's a floor general and you know that he's he's able to to do things, do I think that he'd be qualified as a to, to be a head coach somewhere? Probably. I'm just and and that's and that's one of the reasons I, I'm saying that, um, just to say that there are there are there are some exemptions uh, to to the rule. There are some people that can certainly walk off their field of play and then going into going into a coach's booth or an executive box based solely on their uh, seriousness, um, their ability to study the game. Uh, their ability to lead whilst they're on uh, their field of play, so they, they so there are some exemptions to the rule that you certainly can move from from uh, your field of play uh, to the coaching. Again, that's why I wasn't very critical uh, last week when I when we had our chat last. All right, well, <clears throat> they beat your Raiders. That's that's all I know. And, and uh, let me not swear. Let me on see, this. the Raiders are now I'm not, two I'm not swear. I don't and swear. seven. <laughs> two and seven. Yes, let's talk a little football. Where the plot God. thickens after last night's loss by the Philadelphia Eagles. I'm still repping, by the way. I know they lost for the first time, but those are my boys. And you know, one defeat 
no big deal. But what is a big deal now, you take a look at the race for MVP. Obviously, Jalen Hurts is in the thick of that conversation. You think about quarterbacks, you got to mention, I guess, Kirk Cousins, his, his uh, Minnesota Vikings are 8-1, and one. Patrick Mahomes, obviously. But last week, we talked about Josh Allen and just how serious is that injury. Uh, I'm not saying that's why the Bills lost what was a hell of a game, by the way, on the weekend. Right. Many are calling it the game of the year, and p- potentially it was. But the Minnesota Vikings erase a late deficit and they win a wild game. But the Bills all of a sudden lost back-to-back. Josh Allen's still, you know, arguably the best quarterback in the league. But, you know, you got to put Tua in that conversation. Right now, we're going to talk quarterbacks in a second. But who would be the, the top team for you in the NFL if I asked you right now? Is it the Eagles? Well, I mean, well, let's let let's well before I answer that, let's 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 talk about what happened in the game last night. I think that for all the for all the millions of people sports betting uh, last night, uh, they all lost their shirt uh, because Bucky's got fat. Because uh, I have no idea. You have a team that's four and five, and then you have an undefeated team. Uh, you know, uh, you know, go. You got uh, you got the owner of the team outside tailgating Lurie, w- yep. w- with the fans, and mm-hmm. and and I couldn't have imagined that uh, that they wouldn't have either. But you beat know them this and come back when you're the number one seed. Everybody wants to be that first one to knock you For off sure. the pedestal, right? For sure. So, and I was trying to explain that to my daughter. She's like, "Well, Dad, the Commanders are only four and five. They're not going right. to beat your team." I said, "Honey, it's one game, and everybody wants to be the first to beat you. When you were the champ back in the day, you don't think everybody was gunning to say, hey, right. I beat Donovan Bailey. Yeah, but I'm saying to that, there, you know, when when it mattered, right. like, when it mattered, no one was going to beat me. And I'm just saying to you, that's the, we, we talked earlier about the... No, you the can't mind, compare the, the two individuals. <clears throat> right, sport, no, no. You know? it, well, also the mind of a champion right. and, and, and also, you know, the you know the brain and body of a killer, right? And so I thought that that Philadelphia, I, I actually just kind of put the, I actually put the, the night, I, I put the yeah. victory even before the game started. Hopefully you got some yeah. liquid paper. Yes. Or did, or did it in pencil. Yeah. I, so I, I just thought that that was, that was a done deal. Um, <clears throat> but you know what? It is the game. Uh, they're uh, in the NFL. They're, they are still uh, there. The teams are still pursuing the undefeated season of the Miami Dolphins. Right. Mm-hmm. Miami, it's, it is Miami, yes. Yeah, right. And Patriots <clears throat> did it too, right? Yeah. Um, you know, well, they didn't do it. They didn't. They didn't win the yeah, last game. Well, so, exactly. so they didn't do it. Yeah, which right. is the most important <clears throat> one, <Super laughs> right? You're right. Um, yeah, but uh, but uh, I think that, and maybe that's what I was thinking about. I was thinking, how long are the are the you know are the Eagles gonna go on? Because you know you're you're a big Eagles fan. Uh, mm-hmm. My buddy, my buddy Ken Rose, is a massive Eagles fan. And, and and I'm very certain he was disappointed last night, uh, but yeah, I I wouldn't um, I didn't see that coming, you know. As far as the MVP is concerned, uh, there's you know there's certainly as you said there's there's a few great candidates. Um, how hurt is Josh Allen? I have no idea because I'm just a fan watching, just like everybody else out there, uh, and and I know for a fact that when you have an injury, um, and and it's in sport, and there's such an incredible spotlight on it, especially in football american football you're not going to ever get the real story when you're on the outside um you know so he might maybe he was hurt more than maybe he was hurt more than um more than uh than he said or more than it was reported uh but yeah i don't think that buffalo is sliding any i mean they might have lost uh two games but i think that no matter what um you know on the way to the super bowl uh the journey 
is going to go through Buffalo. So, you know, so I'm looking forward to the rest of the season. And, and ultimately, Jason, maybe your Eagles need sometimes uh, ultimately um, a team needs to lose a game to kind of, you know, 100%. get, 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 get to that place where they're in the zone for the rest of the season. And, 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 and I think that we'll see, I, I definitely, Buffalo, you saw them making a comeback. And even with the Eagles last night, you saw them coming back. I mean, yeah, the the, the score that doesn't really indicate the end, the last, the, 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 the final score does not indicate. No. Um, exactly how close the game was yeah. and, and how close they were to actually winning, uh, especially in the end. Um, so, you know, you know that's uh, that's good. No, one hundred percent. I mean, obviously the Redskins got uh, former Redskins Commanders got that late touchdown. So yeah, I mean, whatever. The final score doesn't give you the the, the full feel of it. Right. But you know, going back to the MVP race, I mean, I really got to put Tua's name in the hat. Right. I mean, Dolphins seven and zero in games he has started and finished. Right. I mean, his numbers. Post concussion, really good, yeah. really good. He has really balled out, and I think he belongs in the conversation with a Josh Allen, a Patrick Mahomes, a Jalen Hurts. Is he not in the conversation? He he better be because yeah. a lot of people were like, "Oh, he shouldn't be playing after what happened." And we uh, all remember that ugly sight, right? But but, but still, I mean, he's back yeah. though. I mean, like at yeah, the end of the right. day, it's Tua from uh, you know University of Alabama. That's the guy that's coming back, and I I really think that again when you talk about the mind of a killer and. A competitor. <clears throat> He's got a couple of people that he can throw the ball to, and uh, you know, man. Ultimately, <laughs> you know, he, he feels that. I mean, uh, obviously, from an observation perspective, he feels that he's got some to prove. And, and and as you said, Jason, I mean, Miami has lost two games, and uh, and it's the two games that he has not played in. So, uh, you know, why not? Yeah, yeah, he, he's <clears throat> solid. So, if you ask me, who the best team in football is right now, I still say it's the Eagles, but. Well, you I don't to. know. You're biased. I mean, well, no, no. I'm, I'm, I'm speaking with my head, not my heart. But I mean, you know, the loss on Monday night was their own. I mean, right. yes, the, you know, the Commanders played well. Don't get me wrong. Taylor Heineke should be the quarterback of that team, not sliding Carson Wentz. But right. hard to take Heineke out after what he's done in the absence right. of Carson Wentz. But the Eagles with the turnovers and and just you know just wasn't their night. Whatever. We move on. But Minnesota got to give them some love. That was a For big sure. comeback win in Buffalo. Not easy sure. to do. Sure. I still think the Bills are in that conversation, obviously. You can't forget about the Chiefs, but did you ever answer the question of who the best team in football is right now, in your opinion? I, I didn't answer the question. Okay. I did not. I, I, I'm, and you know, for it's good pro- reason. It's tough. Yeah. Who would you is say? It, well, I mean, it's, yeah, it's probably... Don't tell a, me the damn Raiders. That's all I know. Well, the, Ra- the Raiders have lost uh, three games... Um, one score or less, so I'm gonna. I, I'm, I'm. It's just me being a loyal supporter and being a Raider myself. Um, but but I think that the the best team in don't make me take off the, the headset. The, the, the best the best team is. I mean, it looks like Minnesota. I mean, it Minnesota? It, it, okay. it, it would look like Minnesota, even it, though the Eagles beat them convincingly earlier this season. Well, uh, well, I'm saying to you, I'm, I'm not done. I'm, okay. this, this is this is all part of it. I think that it could be Minnesota. Okay, just based on record. Uh, but also, I mean, you know, or it could be the Eagles based on also record and the fact that they beat Minnesota. Justin Jefferson, by the way, that catch, <clears throat> that catch, that catch right. got, got me doing a little gritty oh, up here. Jesus. Oh, my goodness. Sit that down. catch by Justin, <clears throat> <clears throat> Mr. J, 
That was a heck of a catch. But you're right. I mean, I just don't think Kirk Cousins is the guy that's going to lead you anywhere. But you never know. Right. You never know. It, it's a healthy It's a healthy conversation, and I just really feel like. Is that, is that why Dak should not be the, the quarterback of the, of yeah. the Cowboys? Oh, I don't <laughs> you know, You can have man. another argument there. Yeah, you okay. could. Okay, anyways. Uh, what's his name? Cooper Rush? Right. Yeah, he looked. Cooper Cup. No. No, Cooper Cup's good. He got hurt right. this week, actually, for uh, speaking of uh, really good guys. Um, but, yeah, anyways, we're going we're gonna to see what happens. Obviously, I was talking about the Rams now and everything else. But football, I will say this. It's up for grabs. I was looking at, you know, outside of the, you know, the Eagles and, and uh, the Vikings at 8-1, and one, it's, it's kind of just a mishmash of teams, right? So, right. are your Raiders going to make the playoffs? Final question with football. I uh, yeah, that's gonna be a tough one. I mean, we gotta have to. Let let, let, let me out. answer that one for you. Uh, kiss me. <laughs> yes, you're lucky, you guys. will get relegated to the NCAA. Oh man, man, that'd be sweet. Anyways, it's that time where we get to have some fun on the way out, running that anchor leg. It's a blitz of Donovan Bailey, and it goes a little something like this. A cleaning stage to Donovan Bailey is pouring it on. Pouring it on. Donovan Bailey. Oh, man. We begin with cannabis. Evander Holyfield. <laughs> we, we, we know that Mike Tyson wanted to sell those edibles, right? Right. In the shape of an ear after everything that happened with him and Holyfield. <clears throat> but now the two are combining. Right. Combining 25 years later. Your thoughts? Well, you know what? I, I was looking at... But first of all, I, I think it's an incredible idea. I mean, we the Mike... Mike, well, as we know, Mike Tyson has invested, you know, a ton of dough in the cannabis industry. He started with Mike Bites, and I think that's people are people are getting a lot of these things confused. And he started getting some nibbles, so he figured oh, he'd, Jesus he'd continue on, right? <laughs> no, but but think about it. See, so he started with he was selling ears. I'm listening. That he, no, but I'm saying to that. I'm, no, I'm just educating you a little. Okay. He was selling ears, and he was calling them Mike Bites. Okay. And now. It's holy ears. Is it holy? No, holy. I don't know. What the I, hell's the name of the? I, oh my I, god! I hear you. Yeah, but it's holy. It's, it's holy bites. Whatever. Whatever the. I, I don't remember what the. Um. How can I? How can I not have all this information? It was edibles. That's <laughs> right. all. I, that's all you need. No, to but know. I'm saying to you that. Um, they the combination of. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's, it's, it's called holy ears, right? Right, so it started with Mike Bites, and now you know it, he's he's combined with, mm-hmm. with with Evander to sell Holy Years. I just think it's an incredible marketing idea. I think that it's 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 awesome to see two formidable uh, foes, two people who went at it and literally went in the ring to kill each other. How they can uh, be such incredible friends right now, helping each other, um, even financially. You know what I mean? Like like they're both squandered and, and gotten some terrible management from a financial uh, from a financial perspective i think it's a great great partnership and and i was going to say to you jason there are there's there's certainly still haters that i have from when i competed yeah, you, now if mike and evander can do this after i never bit anyone's ears and no one bit mine what no, about I, you and mike I, I did kick some butt what about you and johnson maybe I, you guys sell pieces of ham called strings oh jesus you know what <laughs> My uh, listen, MJ. MJ's a pretty smart guy, and I would definitely if, do if so. Those two can bury the hatchet. But so I, can you two? Right? I would, but I, I have no hatchet to bear. Okay, with, okay. I, I have no hatchet to bear with Michael Johnson. Michael is a phenomenal dude, um, and uh, you know I've and I've, like before track and field even started. Before I stepped on to become the fastest man on earth, uh, I had a healthy respect for Michael, and I still do to this day. I mean, yeah, right. yeah, it's definitely one of the 
one of the greatest uh, speed endurance guys to ever do the sport. Talk tennis now. Mm-hmm. Canadian Felix Auger-Aliassime, straight sets winner, three and four mm-hmm. over the top-seeded Rafa Nadal. This is hot off the press. Right. All right. And round-robin play at the ATP Finals on Tuesday. I think they're playing in Turin. Um, Aliassime is now sixth in the world. Should Canadians start getting excited about tennis, on the, especially on the guy's side with him? And, 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 and obviously, you got Shapovalov. Um, I, I think that we got incredible. I mean, let, let, me, let me start this. Okay. Uh, there are Canadians who fear nobody, right? One of the things that I did as an athlete was I put my work in and I feared no one. Felix is one of those people that fears nobody. And, and every single Canadian, tennis fan or not tennis fan, if you're a sports fan or you're just a fan of successful people, you need to, to, to lend your support or send your support to this kid uh, because it doesn't really matter. He, he puts the work in, he gets out on the court, and he wants to eviscerate you, and, and, and I'm a huge fan. All right, basketball, I know that you're not fully back yet with your knee injury, but I know you're watching. Right. Joel Embiid, my gosh. 59 points the other night against, uh, it doesn't matter what team. Right. My Utah Jazz. Well, Anyways, well, uh, he, he is the first player in league history with 50 points, at least 10 rebounds, five, uh, 10 boards, uh, five assists, and five blocks in a game since uh, they kept those stats back, I guess, starting in the early 70s. Maybe Joel is, uh, is sick and tired of hearing that Shaq, Shaq O'Neal, Shaquille O'Neal was, uh, was probably the, the most uh, agile and athletic and dominant big man, mm-hmm. you know, he's a big man playing. He's a big man uh, playing in a sport right now that is really just about speed and agility. And I think it's time that he dominates. This, this for me, uh, it doesn't surprise me. This is something I think he should be doing every night. Uh, he does, he, you know, he's got a really good team around. He's got a pretty good uh, point that can get him the ball. Uh, you know, so it doesn't surprise me. I think that we need to see more of that from him. 59 points, 11 rebounds, 8 assists, 7 block shots. Right. That's, and here's the best stat of all. He scored 26 of the team's 27 points in the fourth quarter. Why not? Can you believe that? Yeah. I mean, but also, How I, does that happen? Is um, anybody else out there? Somebody has got to, if he goes down the block or if he's faced the hoop, just ask for the ball and go get it done. I mean, I, I you know, I saw the game and, and he was definitely hitting some outsides, so hitting some outside shots. So, <clears throat> you know, big men, um, you know, back in the day, I mean, with Shaq and all that, play with their back to the basket. I mean, oh, and I miss jo- that. Joel Embiid certainly can 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 do both. So he can face up, um, you know, or he can start with his back to the hoop. But I think that he should be the most dominant big man in the sport today. Last should be. two. Dave Chappelle, Saturday Night Live. Obviously, we they like to have some fun on the program, but right. did he cross the line with his message about the whole Kyrie situation, the anti-Semitic messages, etc.? Uh, listen, I'm a big fan of Dave Chappelle. I've always been a big fan of Dave Chappelle, and 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 uh, and I think that most people who try to, I think that most criticism that comes from people who criticize Dave Chappelle don't actually see and listen to his act. They might he might say something. And they'll they'll take a, little, a small segment of it, they'll take a part of a sentence, or or they themselves will formulate an opinion based upon part of a, a, a you know a delivery, and and uh, you know what I thought it was funny, uh, you know I, I think that uh, Jason it's crazy that that uh, you know when I grew up I grew up with like you I grew up in I grew up in Oakville so um, you know my friends were of every single culture 
and, and one of the things that we learned to do growing up, and these are people who are still my friends today, all of them, um, we learned to laugh at ourselves and we learned to laugh with and at each other. And that allowed all of us to educate ourselves about each other uh, so if we can all get along and, uh, and, and, and be uh, productive members uh, of society. And, and, and so, you know, when I saw the, you know, yeah, I saw, I saw SNL on the weekend, man. And I thought it was funny. Right. You get people from mm. both sides, all sides, some saying, yeah, it was funny. Some saying maybe not so much. So the, the opinions definitely varied. Right. Last thing I need to ask you, Grey Cup coming up this weekend. It's uh, Canada's version of the Super Bowl, if you will. Toronto Argonauts taking on the two-time defending champs from Winnipeg. Uh, it's been since what the seventies. Uh, I try not to remember the last time a team actually was actually <laughs> late seventies, early eighties that a team won three in a row. Okay. Who do you got? Blue Bombers. Well, I, I Argonauts. Mean, well, I, I think that uh, well, Pinball Pinner is, is a buddy of mine. He's uh, you know he's 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 at the helm at, at the Argonauts. So and also and also the Argonauts are from Toronto. I don't know any of the players playing, but that doesn't say anything. I know that uh, Mike Pinball Clemens is, you know, uh, that's that's one of my boys, and and so I, Jason, okay. I'm, I'm gonna say that the Argonauts are gonna win Canada's version of the Super Bowl. MVP, my boy Enoch Mwamba. We'll have him on the show after they win. We'll talk Great Cup. How does that sound? Uh, sure. There you go, <laughs> Enoch. Get it done. Get it done. The man is. An I'm amazing assuming. I'm, I'm assuming it's from the Argonauts. He plays the Argonauts. Okay, I was just yeah. wondering because I don't, because usually when I make a solid bet, no, I'm with you're you. you're the opposite. I'm with like you. I thought you're going to be a Bombers. Guy. I'm riding with you. No, <clears throat> All right. I'm not going with the Bombers. They've actually had it for three years because don't forget about COVID, right? In 2020, right. So they've kind of had but, it already. For three but years. also, this is. I mean, this is all that's there. All right. Right. That's it for another edition of Donovan Bailey running things. You know what to do. Like, share, follow, subscribe, download. Be a part of this podcast because it's a lot of fun. Until next week, stay tuned, stay safe, and see you then.